Hello ladies and gentlemen, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Duke's Dive. This is the Duke's Dive, and you're here. So, I appreciate you being here, thank you. Alright, we're recording. Welcome ladies and gentlemen, this is the Duke and good old KJ here. Hi. We're, we're going to cover AEW tonight. AEW's television debut. Yes, no. national TV tonight. Yeah. They didn't have a shabby debut at all. No, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. I think they, they did everything they needed to do. Oh, yeah. You know, no no big surprises, I guess, until the end. But right. Quality. It, it wasn't a pay-per-view, though. Right. It was just a television debut, so they didn't need to Knock the bolts off of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On this go around anyway, but they didn't put all their eggs in one basket. That's no. for sure. Yeah. So we kicked it off with Cody Rhodes right away coming out. Kind of a surprise to see him so early on in the card. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't expecting that match first. No, not at all. And of course, he was taking on Sammy Corvea. Yeah. And of course, the MLW up and comer, so we probably won't see him back on there. But, well, now that he's entwined with the AEW storyline, but... It's, it's interesting, though, to think that they can just bring in somebody, and, and all the build for that was online. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that could happen again over and over again. See, that is a lot of the thing. and It's like, all the wrestling comes together, and it's like, you gotta watch this part here, and this part here, and this part here. That's... I don't know what... I don't think it would hurt them, because a lot of the people are following, being the elite, and... Stuff like that, but with all the wrestling we got going on, I fall behind on being the elite too much. I yeah, guess. me too. I, I, I hate to admit it. I get that notification from YouTube, and I'm like, oh, I'll catch it later. I got this and this and that to do, and the next thing you know, it's next week, and I'm getting the next one. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I am, and it's like I, I haven't caught up probably since before All Out. Yeah. And like you said, most of their storylines are budding from things that are happening on being the elite. Yeah, well, because up until this point, they didn't have TV either. Now they do. It'll be it'll be interesting to see where they go from here. Yeah, and what happens with being the elite? Will that become a television show itself? Or a segment during Dynamite. That would be cool. Yeah. Because they need to get the casual wrestling fan up to speed... And update them on the things that have been happening on being the elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even I, I, even us guys like us have just we're bogged down. Now look at that. I mean, it, wrestling every day of the week is no foreign concept to us, but we got it now. We got a solid action-packed whole week of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, we we had wrestling to watch every day of the week, but we had to go online for it. Now it's basically every day on TV. Yeah, every day. Plus. That stuff that we watched online is still there. Yeah. Plus our live shows. How crazy is it? It's crazy, but it's a good time. It is. I, I did how ha- I did like how we didn't have Monday, Tuesday, Raw, SmackDown. I do like it being on Fridays, but as an old school fan, SmackDowns are Thursday nights. Yeah. That's. Oh, Thursday will be uh, beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to stick to the match anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we got completely off track, imagine that. 
Um, I, I really like this match. Yeah, I, I this might have been... Eh, I would say if it wasn't for the Pac one, this would probably be my match of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it wasn't like Cody didn't dominate him at all. It was very no. competitive. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, Sammy kicks out of the uh, beautiful disaster kick towards the end. He also kicked out, what was that, a uh, reverse suplex off the top rope. Yeah. Pretty nasty move, to tell you the truth. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. And, uh, but Cody comes out on top at the end. Yeah, for now, anyways. Yeah, there was a little pitter-patter afterwards as they kind of got in each other's faces just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Tony Schiavone came in to congratulate the winner, I guess, and got a hug for his his troubles. Yeah, yeah, he did. And then uh, again, another little face-off, I guess, between Sammy and Cody, maybe, you know, a little foreshadowing to a, a future rematch. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to see it. I was even thinking maybe a Sammy versus a guy like Darby Allin. Allen. Yes. Yes, I, I would like to see establish see, him. to see Darby extend himself more into like a cruiserweight type situation, get away oh, a yeah, bit from the the multi-man crazy matches. The stunt, of course, stunt guy. Noises, like, my window up and it starts to rain here again. In the alley land, it's raining. Skin walkers <laughs> were out getting my goats the other day. Oh no! Yeah, I'll tell you about that off there because we don't want to scramble up the waves too much, <laughs> but that's a story. To hearing that. Skinwalkers, I'm telling you. But um yeah, we opened it up we opened up with that one and then the second one was MJF versus Brandon Cutler and Brandon Cutler comes out first and me and Steven kinda of look at each other like, who's this guy? Yeah, I noticed that going into it they had built this, I completely forgot they had built this MJF versus the jobber. That's what they had him down as, local jobber. So when they announced Brian Cutler, I'm like, wait, I didn't think he was wrestling tonight. I'm confused. Oh, okay, that's the guy who, yep, all right. Apparently a high school friend of the, the Young The Young Bucks, yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, huh? I, I'm still trying to catch up. I'm going to have to do a little catching up on the side and see. We'll have to watch that being the elite stuff. Yeah, yeah, but he, he definitely looked good, I'll say that. I mean, there was a few times he hit a... Uh, a flip off the top rope, not really a moonsault, and he flipped over top of MJF, and his landing wasn't all so great. Yeah. And well, I think there was a roll-up where he lost it and fell off of him, but I mean, for a young, I wouldn't say young guy, he's the same age as the box, but uh inexperienced guy on yeah. that platform, I, it was all right, and it did what it needed to be. You know, of course, MJF went over. Of course. You know, he, he cut his typical coming to the ring promo which I, I love his style it starts right off with in case you've been living under a rock or you're poor or you know? you're poor <laughs> he doesn't even have to do the, the typical insults about you know you drug addicted people or anything like that it's just, you're just poor compared oh to me you are poor yeah I, I definitely think I mean MJF got over as that swarmy rich heel he was missing his partner in crime there, Richard Holiday. though. I do enjoy him with Holiday. Me too. He's a little bit more stomachable with Holiday. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, it was a pretty decent match. Nothing nothing remarkable from it, to tell you the truth. But no. I mean, he, he picks off the win with the uh, Soul of the Earth submission. Yeah. Uh, I guess it would be the Code Red arm bar if you want to go back to old school. And... 
that was pretty much that whole entire segment. I believe then after that match, we had the uh, one of the, the ringside interviewer. I, I didn't catch his name. Kind of annoying guy, to tell you the truth. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he was interviewing uh, somebody that Steven picked out right from the beginning. Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith at ringside. Yeah. That was Silent Bob. and. Uh, I, I thought that was them. I, then I was like, yeah, it's cosplayers. No, that's got to be them. And it was. Yeah. They were there to promote a movie that apparently that Kevin Smith did with uh, Chris Jericho. It must be a Jane Silent Bob movie because remember they were. Well, yeah, they're 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 rebooting or re reconning yeah. the the Clark's movie. Yeah. But I, I I don't know if that's it or not. I don't know what movie it was. I, I I couldn't hear. I mean, we were like I said. Oh well, I guess we really didn't tell everybody, but we were at a a small viewing party with some friends. And yeah. It was, it wasn't always easy to hear what was going on. It's, sometimes it's best if you're trying to really catch every little thing to watch it by yourself in a quiet environment. But yeah. it's, it's a different thing to watch it there too. You know, Even sometimes people. then you, you get confused. Or yeah. You, you know, you get on your phone and oh, I missed something. I do that. That's yeah. before before I watched a lot of TV on my phone. I'd be watching it on TV and I'd be on my phone and next time I'd be like, oh, that match is over. Yeah. Oops. Yep. But um. Anyway, uh, they were interrupted during the interview by... Oh, yeah, my two of my favorite guys. Uh, um, Jack Evans from The Heavens. And? Angelico. Angelico? Angelico. Is that how you say it? I always have trouble Something with that like name. That. It's, it's An- An- Angelico. Angelico. Angelico, yeah. yes. Of course, former... Uh, Lucha Underground guys, two guys that just, they, they were faces when they first came in, didn't have no success, and on the last AEW show, which was Fight for the Fallen, I think might have been the last one, either that or Fighter Fest, whichever one was the last one. I think one, it was Fight for Fallen. I think it was too. They uh, turned on Private Party Ooh. during the, or after the match, they were in a, it was an eight-man tag, they were teamed up with Private Party against SCU and uh, Dark Order. And they turned, yeah. they turned on Private Party after the match. So they came out and was kind of bullying around Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Yeah, they were bullying them around. Private Party came out and made the, the save. Private Party, Street Profits, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and very, very uh, reminiscent of each other, definitely. Yeah. So that segment, then we went to commercial. Oh, and then we came back with my match of the night. And I, I dare anybody to really go against this. I mean, you, you can say that you liked another match as much, but I can't imagine anybody liked anything more than... Yeah, I'm going to go with this one, too. Pac versus Adam Page. Yeah, we finally get oh, it. Oh, man, yes. It was a great match. It yeah. lived up to everything. And, and it leaves room. There's yeah, There's definitely absolutely. a chance to do a rematch. Because there was a little bit of ref chicanery, a little bit of, oh, well, his body was in the way, mm-hmm. he didn't get to see. You know, they called it, they called the... Put him in the uh, rings of Saturn or whatever you want to call that. The, call it up. the rings of the, the bastard ring. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. What was I he forget, calling yeah, that? I forget what he does call it right now. But yeah, yeah, he hit his the black arrow onto yeah. Hangman who was laid out on his stomach uh-huh. and then locked in his submission. Which yeah, I, I'm just the rings of Osiris. It, it, it something definitely like is that. the rings of Saturn, but he has a name for it. To, like the, not the neutralizer, the punisher, the it's the something, and I'm I'm yeah, completely mind blanking. I don't what know it's. what he's calling stuff after he's been out of WWE as Neville. So there's a lot of wrestling. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of wrestling. 
But, yeah, so like I said, there was a referee decision on that one. So we give that one to Neville, or uh, Pac, excuse me. I don't want to get beat up on that one. <laughs> Season desist. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, um, kind of crazy that the Bryce Rum- Runs- Rumsford calls for the decision. We kind of mm-hmm. all looked at each other. Like, I actually said, why is he it's letting over? him out? Yeah. Why Why would he let him out? Oh, he won. He did have oh. a little bit of color on his cheek, too. Oh. It scraped up, I guess, it looked like. Mm-hmm. So. Second, I'm just going to scroll down here and see if I can find on this. Yeah, because we're going to need that lady's name. That lady's name? The, the lady that wrestled Nyla Rose. Oh, I, I got I got that. The one that's built like Luke Lee. Uh-oh. Wasn't Ray Ripley. Oh, the Brutalizer. Oh, the Brutalizer. That's, okay. Yep, that's what the it's Brutalizer, called. it's not the Rings of Saturn. It's not the Perry Saturn Plex. No. No more. It's now the Brutalizer. I like the Brutalizer. It, work. it works name. for him. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's a bastard. Yeah, he is. Pac the Bastard. Yep. So, so it absolutely did work for Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Yes, sir. Now, I mean, it makes you wonder, does that move Pac up closer and closer to getting a, a That's what shot? they said. All the wins and losses matter. Yes. Him and Chris Jericho for that title. Oh, wow. There, there's so much going on right now. Is that the only title? Is that right now? Is the only titles are the heavyweight title and the tag titles, correct? No, the tag titles are And the women's title. Yet. The tournament's starting next week. But they... They are the established belts yes. in the yes. AEW the, universe as the heavyweight, tag, and women's. Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. It's good that they didn't boggle it down with heavyweight, tag, women, and then four mid-card titles yeah. either. Right. So, I like that Not idea. Not everybody needs a belt. Yes. It doesn't have to be a TV title and an internet title and a, you know, internet wrestling TV title mm-hmm. and, you know, just... That's, that's a really good segue because our next match was for the inaugural AEW women's, women's title. Yeah. Nyla Rose taking on Rayo. Is that what yes, is that? that is her name. Rayo. And a really good match. I, mean, I'm, for, I was very unfamiliar with the, the other lady going on there. Of course, I, we're very familiar with Nyla. Yeah, but, locally familiar with yeah, Nyla. Lo- I mean, yeah, seeing absolutely. Seeing her at PPW, Eclipse. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been in Asylum. She's yeah. CCW. Mm-hmm. Atomic? Yes. Yes. Yeah, been all over this area. I mean, basically came from our, our region. Yeah, Maybe not absolutely. our area itself, but our region. And she had a, a really good match. Like like Steven said, I, I'm not extremely familiar with Rejo. I, I, he, he actually, when she came out, he says, now what do we know about her? And I said, well, I know what they've told me from watching these shows. Yeah. I've seen her in the, the women's, what was it called? The uh, May Young? No, no, no. I believe she was in the May Young. If anybody listens to this, can know for sure. Or maybe she was in the Women of Honor tournament. Possibly. She. I'm pretty sure that when she came out for the, it was the Women's uh, Buy-in Battle Royal. Okay. And you know, I remember her being in that, and I believe she was in a six-woman tag match with. It was her and another Chinese girl teamed up with Kong versus. Nyla and two other women, which I believe was that 
the one that, the woman that had to retire from the neck injury. Oh, okay, yeah, Smiley, yeah, yeah. Smiley, Smiley Ray or Smiley Kylie Smiley retired. Kylie, yes, well, she says she has to retire. You know. Wow, yeah, that yeah, yeah. incredible. That's had crazy. A neck injury, and I, I think and she Allie, was one of the people that was. She was, you know. Advertised as one of the biggest women on the card yeah. for AEW yeah. at one point in time. And it makes me wonder if, if that was. Her she spot was their today. answer to Bailey. Yeah. Yep. I, I think anyway. I say I wonder if that was her spot. If 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 Ray Rayho, she's supposed to be Rayho. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but it's true because surprisingly enough, Rayho makes the upset victory and is your first AEW champion. Yeah. I, I'm really shocked by that. That one. That one took me completely yeah, me off too. guard. Like, I definitely thought it was going to Nyla there. So it, it'll be interesting now. Because I wanted to forward. see Nyla versus Kong. See, but I, I mean, I, we guess we could still. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we could do that as a number one contenders match down the line because yeah. on commentary for this match was Dr. Britt Baker. Yeah. So now I'm sure she's going to try to insert herself. So you look at maybe her versus Rayho for the title. Yeah. And then Nyla's got to find somebody to beat up to get another shot. She's got to take on Awesome Kong, yeah. That would that'd be a go, the way to build her up. It's just, I, I don't know. This, Cement this, her as that monster heel. Mm-hmm. But she does something that fucks up Nyla, I mean, uh, excuse me, call, Awesome Kong, she messes her up. But, I mean, this match did nothing. Losing this did nothing to really hurt Nyla Rose as far as her mystique goes because oh, yeah. she dominated a lot of the matches. Yeah. Right? Rayo kept hitting you know, moves off the top rope or whatever, and then following the match, Kong takes out. Er, I'm sorry, geez, I got Kong in my head. Yeah. Nyla Rose takes out everybody. The referee and uh, who, who was the, the Japanese guy that came out to cr- congratulate Reho? Kasaya, I think was his name. Took him yeah, out, and sure. of course took Reho out and brutalized her at ringside. Yeah, they messed her up. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, lots of places they can go, and that's what I said. Almost every division in AEW is wide open. Whether yeah. you're talking about the the heavyweight of the championship division, the tag division, which of course we're in the midst of what well, we haven't even started this tournament yet. Well, I guess technically, but we don't want to run into the situation where okay, wins and losses do matter, but now it doesn't really kind of matter because no matter what, the heel or whatever, whoever loses. If they lose, they're just going to attack the winner anyway. We're right. going to get into that situation. Right. We don't want to get in. You know what right. I mean? That's the way to write off. Well, they should be demote the de, you know de. Ex- how do I want to say it? Like demoralize the point, but no. Well, they. Oh, maybe we're going to do a point system. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. So we're Jolly's yeah. heads exploding. Yeah. They should be, you know, knocked down a peg because, according to AEW, right. wins and losses matter. They, there should be a ranking system. If wins and, yeah. like, you know, like like a group, like, say, uh, Rope to Rope has, Yeah, you know? Rope to Rope. You know, a ranking, and if you lose, you're going to drop down the ratings. Yeah. Sorry, you know, it's going to happen. That's what happens, yeah. That's what I'm saying, but you don't want to get, well, see, they should be down a peg or two because they lost, but no, they beat the shit out of them after the match, so. Right. See, the only way that maybe should count would be if Rejo would come out next week and say, I want Nyla Rose now. Yeah. And okay, then. Personally, I feel like if you lose, and then you go down a point or whatever, and I'm not trying to say it's a point system, but. Right, I got you. They should go down another one if they attack the ref. Mm, penalize the point. 
Here we go, red, go to that point card. system. They got a red card. Yeah. Isn't that one I, one a point of yeah, uh, I think of it Kim's is. ideas I that do, they would yeah. get red cards for attacking or he, something? You don't have too bad of an idea there, but I don't know. He wanted to do it for payback. <laughs> yeah, how camp. Brother, there's no continuity there, brother. Anyways. So what are we moving on? Yeah, we're moving on to, to the... Oh! Our, well, that, yeah, that moves us to our, no, that moves us to our main event of the night. Oh, it does? Yes, it does. Of course, as we had six-man tag team action, the Elite, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks taking on the AEW champion, Chris Jericho, and Ortiz and Santana, the formerly and possibly still being known as LAX, we're not sure, I've heard they're going to call themselves the Dead Presidents, I heard like 616 or something like that, I don't know, let's just, when are we going to get that legend, Conan? No, I I wonder, I I wonder, is he still with TNA or Impact I'm, excuse me god I'm going back five years ago yeah but, I mean he, cool, last man. I knew he was like on the booking committee at Impact so oh yeah did he stay there is I, I wish I could remember that there he's on MLW too the last time I knew he was yeah. Well, he got shanked, and now he was on the commentary and I haven't watched in about a couple months but he was embroiled in a um Storyline with uh, Selena De La Renta. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. So I don't know how that ended up going. I haven't been watched in a couple months. You have to excuse me. I have to catch up. I have a lot of catching up to do on MLW. I, I tried to start that, but then I, I was like, oh, I'm so far behind. I'm yeah. Just, I think I have like two episodes of it saved in my list. Let's see. I know I have at least one from this past week. Well, at least it's, you know, right there on YouTube. Yeah. Easy to check out, easy enough. Yep, I got episode 77 saved, which would be some kind of crazy cage match. Yeah, Bunk, I think I'm... Bunkhouse Brawl, Jimmy Yeah, Havoc the Bunkhouse Brawl. Jimmy Havoc versus Lance Warner. Yep. Where Kate, Casey Lennox does not know how to draw. She sticks to that wrestling book and the backstage interviewer stuff. I don't know when she's going to make her debut on MLW as a wrestling woman. I hope it's soon, though. And uh, AJ Kirsch, the guy who does, who has done some uh, voice work for the latest WWE 2K19 game, he voices the main character on um, WWE 2K9 on career mode. Has now taken over on commentary for MLW. Oh. So, not to digress away from this main event and talk about MLW, but yeah, all the wrestling, yeah, all the wrestling, but. Yeah, it was a pretty good match. Yeah, I, I like this main event. It was, uh, it, it well, it, it had two segments. Well, actually, more or less, it had three segments. You yeah. Had the beginning segment where Omega and uh, Jericho were locking up, going back and forth. Yeah, that was great. And then all of a sudden, out of the crowd, as most people, I think, probably suspected, here comes Mr. Moxley. Yep. Attacks him. Drags him up. Into the suite or whatever that the was. VIP area is yeah, what they the said. Oh, JR was surprised. Yeah. There's a VIP area? I didn't know that. Oh, how did they, they didn't invite JR to the VIP area? Well, he, no. He, he, maybe they didn't have no barbecue sauce. I don't know. Sure, maybe not. They need to get Pin Hat on the situation, too. <laughs> I'd like to see JR try Pin Hat's barbecue sauce. That would be yeah. a meshing of worlds. <laughs> 
Might be enough to break the multi-wrestle verse. Yeah. Shatter it. Anyway, yeah, so anyway, Ambro... Excuse me, I knew I was going to do that. Yeah. Moxley, uh, Double Arm DDT, does he have a name for it now? His old uh, Dirty Deeds. I... I think he still calls it the Dirty Deeds. I don't know. I, I'm sure there's some AEW aficionado out sure there that... If we were just listening while they, when he did the move, we would have heard it. But I think we were all popping because... Yeah, because there he, he was. He did it to him through a glass coffee table. Yeah. After, you know, time in and time out, AEW said, we're not going to do any kind of crazy, hardcore, deathmatch type stuff. Which, I mean, now given, it wasn't what we've seen on some of their pay-per-views. Yeah, I mean, it no. wasn't no, you know, gusset play. No, To no. the wiener. I seen that this he, weekend. He, he didn't he didn't break open. He didn't bleed. You know, at least not mm-hmm. on TV. They, they cut away the commercial break I think break it was a super glass. I mean. Oh, yeah, it was. It definitely was. It wasn't the. But, it wasn't a couple old deathmatch boys bringing out the mom and dad's fucking. No. <laughs> windshield car no, windshield but, to bash them through. But yeah. For national TV Absolutely. in this PG era, that was that that shattered that was enough. a lot of people's expectations yes. right there. And I mean the crowd just what they thought they were going to AEW, AEW AEW AEW. Oh, yeah. you know, they were behind they loved it. it. We go to commercial. We come back. Find out that referee Bryce Rumsford has decided to let it continue. It's a handicap match now. The Bucks yeah. versus. Uh, I was confused on that myself. So, um, the Bucks, you know, tried to fight it off. In the end, the numbers were too much, and yeah, Jericho ends up hitting the code breaker. Code breaker. And gets the pin. Then the uh, chicanery, yeah, chicanery, uh, shenanigans, if you will, yeah, uh, erupts after the match as they continue to beat him down. Cody Rhodes comes out and tries to make the save. They beat him down. Um, what was the kid's name from the first match? Sammy Guevara. Yeah, Sammy Guevara slides in and attacks him. I mean, kind of looked like he was just coming up, and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, and then he low blows him, kicks him right in the ding dong. Yep, in the, the ding, ding dong. dong. And then uh, <laughs> Dustin Reynolds. Dust yeah. Rose, gold dust, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Comes sliding out and he kicks Sammy in the ding dong. Yep, kicks him in and, the ding dong. Of course, and again the numbers game and then Jack Hager. Yeah. Jack Strong. Jack Swagger. The real American. Is it American, 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 whatever. American, comes American, out. American, American, apparently American. joins this new stable that's... The Alpha Club you I, pegged I, it as, I, I would you? say. I mean, that's... He, Jericho had the shirts. Yeah. I believe they weren't... Were they not um, Blackcraft shirts? That's yeah, Alpha I don't Club. know if, What's going the hell on with Blackcraft? Well, either which way. So uh, I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely. saying that it's not something that, like... New Japan owned the words. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Because that's something you always got to think about. I mean, that's why we have the elite instead of it being Bullet Club. And that's why there. we have the OG. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We won't touch on that. No, let's. I, I. That makes me sick. That was. That was one of my. <laughs> one of my two things I did not like on Monday night. We need to talk about neither one of the two. No. Especially the first one. Especially the last well, one. Yeah, the last. That, that's what I meant. It's number one on my list. Yeah. Oh Lord. But poor so, Rusev. Poor Rusev. <laughs> I guess we're gonna talk about. What's so that? Anyway, that's that's how we ended the show. Then was with the Alpha Club, if you will, standing tall in the ring. Jericho laughing. I mean, he 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 hit pretty much every every move on uh, poor Cody that you could possibly imagine. Yeah, he hit the code breaker. Hit the Judas effect. 
It's a wonder, you know, Hangman didn't come out. Yeah, it is. It really is a wonder that Hangman... Hangman was passed out from that... That bastardizer. What's that brutalizer? Yeah, yeah, the brutalizer. Well... It kind of reminds me of the way they keep ending NXT with Imperium coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Say these guys don't play off of each other. Huh? Oh, definitely. There's no original ideas in wrestling anymore. Mm-mm. And they all play off each other. This whole Wednesday Night War thing. You know. What's it need to be? A, what's, I know it's a television war, but... Yeah. It was alright. It was a pretty decent show. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, there was things that they could have done, I think, differently, but yeah. it flew by. Yeah, it did. That's what I, I was like, wow, I didn't even realize two hours were gone. Yeah, I mean, it, they were in commercial before the main event, and it just happened to be for whatever reason. I looked at my watch and said, guys, it's 9.30. Yeah. It was 9.35. And it's like, when they came back, you know, if, if I wouldn't have looked down, when they come out and said, it's now time for the main event, I'd be like, wait, what? The main event's like an hour and a half long? Right. Time just flew. I mean, I don't know if it was just because we were hanging out, having fun, or if the show was really that good. I mean, it, it, it definitely wasn't your typical Monday or Tuesday night show. Let's just put it that way. Absolutely. So. I'm excited to go home and watch NXT. Yeah, me too. That holds up. I've heard some stuff. Me too. I've seen, well, we got to see the yeah. ending. Yeah, so. we actually did see the ending of it. Pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. But we popped for that ending that we are going to pretend we didn't see. Yeah. I know I did anyway. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, that wraps up our coverage on AEW. And yep. Thanks for joining us on this. Bye. Goodbye. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm tired of waiting around. I'm tired of letting you guys wait. So I just wanted to give my quick thoughts on last week's NXT real quick here before um, tomorrow night comes up. And I'm going to do it all over again and again and again because you love it. But anyways, um, of course, last week's NXT started out with uh, Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle. That was a decent match. It was a nice back and forth match between those guys. A lot of, uh, you know, heavy mat based striking style from Matt Riddle. I like that kind of stuff. Um, I really thought he was going to tap him out a few times there, but uh, Adam Cole retained. I kind of thought that he used that cast, but I guess he said he didn't. But you know how that kind of thing goes. Now, the more interesting thing here is what happened at the end of the match. Um, At the end of the match... We see the return of Finn Balor, the Prince of NXT, Prince NXT, King NXT. This guy was around during the beginning of Full Sail, and, you know, his title reign was legendary. And I'm going to touch on that a little bit more at the end of the show, um, because there's a little surprise there, and I just wanted to touch on some generations of NXT for those who are unfamiliar. But yeah, I got, it moved on to Velvet Dream Dream um, cutting a promo, f- challenging for the North American Championship against um, Roderick Strong. But it's just kind of weird because he's the way he said it, not the the fact that he said it, but the way he said it, and it w- just came off so. How do I want to say it? he's? It, it just came off so blatantly out there. He, he was like. 
I got no problem taking on three men. I've never had a problem taking on three men before. It just... Okay, you get it. But <laughs> it was just a little weird. Um, the next match was Candice LeRae versus Shayna Baszler. Um, of course, Shayna Baszler and the four horsewomen there. Um, one of the longer reigning NXT champions up there with Asuka. She's been a champion for quite some time now. But this was for the NXT Women's Championship match. Now, I thought this would favor heavily Shayna Baszler. And, you know, I mean, it would pretty much be a squash. But it wasn't. And Candice put up a really decent fight. More than I expected. Um, she had a nice swinging neckbreaker off the top. Uh, it got some This Is Awesome chance. Candice taps to the clutch, unfortunately. But, um... She almost broke out of it multiple times. But, uh, of course, Shayna Baszler then regains her title. She uh, retains. And um, hopefully we're going to see the feud of Shayna Baszler versus... uh, What's her name? Rhea Ripley? Rhea Ripley? From uh, NXT UK. Uh, That should be a really good one. Um, I just noticed that using the... Hulu this week instead of Netflix, uh, excuse me, WWE Network. It just got to the point where there was a, it was a lot of commercials and you couldn't skip any of them. And it was pretty much after every match. So Hulu's not without being a pain in the rectum as far as ads go, but I guess you can pay for pay to not have ads. Um, if you do so, if you do, if you do so feel inclined to pay um, to not have ads, uh, but, uh, next up was our main event of the evening, it was a tag team match, it was the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era, aka Red Dragon, for the NXT Tag Team Championships, um, the whole show kind of played like a small takeover, the Profits had a really flashy entrance, um, the crowd was super into it, they were, uh, giving her uh, full support behind the Street Profits, who I assume would be leaving for uh, Raw or SmackDown here real soon, and uh, not to spoil anything, but we did see those guys, I do believe, at Hell in a Cell, and I do believe um, it is Tuesday morning when I'm recording this, so I did do, I do believe I seen those guys last night on Monday Night Raw. Um, like I said, uh, this was this was a pretty decent tag team match. I really do like um, Red Dragon, aka uh, Undisputed Era. Um, I'm not too high on Adam Cole, Rod- Roddy. He's pretty all right, but out of all those guys, I I like these. Uh, I like the Red Dragon the most out of Undisputed Era. Um, Undisputed Era retained their tag team champions with their under over move, and. Um, just as the prophecy is fulfilled here with uh, the Undisputed Era dripping in gold, out walks a returning Tomasa Ciampa, who was coming back from injury here. And, of course, um, uh, like I said, he's he's gunning for the title now, too. So, to touch back on the Finn Balor thing, now we have three eras of NXT right here in front of us. We have Finn, who was like one of the first longest reigning champions. We have Tomasa Ciampa, who was in that middle ground between Finn and um, Adam Cole. And now we have Adam Cole. So you got three guys vying for that top 
title spot right there. You got Adam Cole, you got Finn Balor, and you got um, Tomasa Ciampa. So, I mean, you can't really even go wrong at this point in time with that. So, I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow night. Um, what I'm looking forward to the most is Drew Gulak versus Leo Rush for the um, 205 Live Cruiserweight Championship. So, that should be a very decent match. Um, I've basically been saying for at least a year straight now that they should be touring and 205 Live should be touring with NXT. So to see that, you know, come out, it's like, oh, maybe I do know what I'm talking about sometimes. I don't know. But um, that was my coverage of NXT. Thank you. And I, and I didn't want to talk about it too much here for too long, but I did just want to cover a little bit of uh, Hell in a Cell here this past weekend. Um, I thought it was a pretty good event. I think there's a lot of people who didn't like it, or they didn't like the ending, or they didn't like the finish of, you know, the Hell in a Cell, or, you know, different things like this, but I, I don't know. And I also think that there's a lot of people who just want an excuse to watch AEW. To me, I don't think you need an excuse. If you want to watch it, just watch it. Now you're catching up to all of us people who've already been watching wrestling every day of the week. You know what I mean? So you see our conundrum. If we don't want to watch Raw or SmackDown, we don't have to. We can watch something else. There's other stuff on. And now there's, you know, televised wrestling on every day of the week. So, you know, go watch AEW. You don't need an excuse to watch it. You don't need to sit and watch and nitpick the WWE as an excuse to watch All Elite Wrestling. Like, All Elite Wrestling is awesome by itself. Um, if you want to watch it, watch it. But, um, I really, I, I really enjoyed Randy Orton versus Mustafa Ali. Um, to me, the, the, um, the match of the night was Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Um, Charlotte versus uh, Bailey was pretty good, and um, of course, uh, let's talk about that uh, controversial. Well, yeah, I do know. Let's not. I do like uh, the women's uh, tag team championship match, and I do like how Oscar come back with the uh, the mist as a tribute to like people like the Great Muda and, and such. But um, so I super like that. I like that, and uh, she did that last night on Monday Night Raw. But that that was also kind of weird, and um, I'm not too happy with the whole Rusev and Lana cheating on Rusev thing. I don't like that story at all. I also don't like this whole Tyson Fury boxing thing. Like uh, I've seen it, we've we've already done this with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mike Tyson and Shawn Michaels. Yep, we already seen it with Money Floyd Money Mayweather and uh, the Big Show. You know, seen it been there um I've seen Braun Strowman get rocked by Brock Lesnar when they got a little stiff with each other um I I don't know I just I I have no absolutely no interest in seeing Braun Strowman wrestle or fight some boxer I, I I'm not a boxing fan so I guess I don't see the mystique behind it whatever um, but yeah, to, 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 to touch on the uh, ending of The Fiend versus Seth Rollins. Um, now, of course, I don't think that that's the best way that they could have done that. 
match. Um, but at the same time, I, I understand where it was coming from. I mean, The Fiend ate like 15 curb stomps in a row. And then you hit him with a steel chair. And then you put a ladder on him and hit him with the ladder. Then you put the ladder... Uh, you know, you hit the steel chair off the ladder off of his head, and then you take a sledgehammer and you hit the steel chair off the ladder off of his skull. Uh, with them being, you know, freshly partnered with Fox, it's not a good look with all their company past with head trauma and concussion to show that this man just ate 15 curb stomps in a row and got hit in the head with a sledgehammer and the match went on that kind of looks bad on the referee's part like that dude's not going to get up after he got hit in the head with a sledgehammer you know that and that's kind of like what they oh my god he got hit in the head with a sledgehammer you got to call the match isn't the match is over and uh you know a lot of people compared that to uh hell in the cells in the past and you know mick foley and mankind will tell you themselves you know they probably shouldn't have done a lot of the stuff that they did do in that Hell in a Cell match. And, you know, you don't need guys out there getting hurt. They've said this themselves many times. Mankind has said this many times. You don't need to get all out. You know what I mean? You don't need to go out there and freaking kill each other anymore. That uh, You don't need to do what we did. But at the same time, a lot of people, you know, draw comparisons to that. And they say that that match didn't get stopped actually yeah it did get stopped remember because they raised the cell the match was over the mankind was being taken up backstage and uh the, the match was over he was the one who restored the match by running back down to the ring so uh i'm just saying with that being said you know i see what they were going for was it perfectly executed no was it kind of stupid yeah but do i see what they were going for yeah and uh, with them not touching it was kind of weird last night on Monday Night Raw. They kind of like said that they were going to explain the ending, but they never did. And then, like I said, it ended with uh, Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury f- face off. Something I have absolutely no interest in, but I'm not canceling anything. Or Well, actually, I've already canceled. So, I mean, I'm still going to watch. I mean, whatever. I'm interested to see where they're gonna go with it and whatnot but anyways uh that'll be it for this week and i uh thank you for watching the duke's dive see you tomorrow we'll see you next week